Welcome to Astroblast. I'm your host, student of astrology, Jess Abbott. Yes, and I'm host hot guy, Chris Farron. And this is a podcast on all things life, love, and the stars above. Each week- And that rhymes. I just noticed that that rhymed. So each week, we're going to try to convince uh, Chris of the merits of astrology, and together we're going to dole out spicy advice to listeners who write in. And if you have any uh, burning questions, you can email us, and I'll tell you what the email address is. Of course, it's astroblasting at gmail.com, and uh, we are on online on a website at astroblasting.com. So yeah, that pretty much sets up what we're going to be doing here. Wow. Um, yeah, astrology, friendship. We are unlicensed therapists going to help right. people out with their problems. Uh-huh. Um, completely unqualified. Yeah, there's no way I should be doing this. I had therapy myself today, right. and I did a pretty bad job as the person in the chair. So really, we're gonna see. Well, I mean, I was just like, "What do I do with myself?" Yeah. So we're gonna see what happens when uh, we decide that we're authorized to tell people how to live their lives. Right. Right. Wait. Do, okay. Do you ask your therapist questions? Uh. Well. I don't know if I've ever asked my therapist a question. And she recently told me that we had to uh, take a few months break because she's pregnant. And I, and <gasps> until she said that, I didn't notice. Mine just had a baby. <gasps> it couldn't be the same person, could it? No. Oh, my God. That's impossible. Um, is your therapist named Amy? No. Oh, yeah. Well, the first out. four sessions of my therapy, uh, I forgot her name. And then Ooh. I had to figure it out uh, <laughs> like a, a month in. I only knew my therapist's name because I had um I emailed her first so I was right. like here it is hello Amy yeah um yeah I don't really ask her questions I leave it I imply that it's a question I go so and then she's like well yeah you can do these things great so yeah um I'm ready to advise people I don't know about you yeah so maybe we should talk first about who we are yeah I'd be happy to please go first by all means I go first I well, and I'd be happy to. My name is Chris Farron. I do music. I'm a musician. I've written a song, a lot of songs. Um, I that is the most of what I do. That's where I put all my energy. And isn't that interesting? Yeah, Thank yeah. You. That's pretty much what I could say for myself. Uh-huh. I think it's really when you try to talk about it, it's like. I've been playing songs uh-huh. for a long time, right. and uh, I think that suddenly I'm realizing t- 10 years have gone by, uh-huh. and that's all I have to say about myself. And that's actually, I I was imagining now we'd talk about how we met, but that's also how we met. That so. is how we met. So it's pretty quick. It's, it's pretty straightforward what we're doing here today, folks. Yeah. We're two musicians. Yep. But this is not about music. No, actually, it's going to be about astrology life advice uh-huh. and and then the component where chris doesn't really know anything about astrology doesn't seem to particularly care about it no i don't care about it oh i should say that about myself i love astrology that's she also a huge part stuff. of why we're here today love she's it. let's just say i'll ease into saying things like this she's h for astrology and you can <laughs> kind of imagine what i might mean about that <laughs> Uh, and and now we've got merch. Oh, H <laughs> for mean, astrology. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Things are coming together here in episode one. Perfect. Uh, we've already designed merch and talked about our own therapists. So yep. here we go. We're just 
plowing right through this thing. My therapist's name is Lara. Lara, like yeah. L-A-R-A. Lara Croft. <laughs> she's had a crazy well, life. Well, who's the dad? Let's just say she's had a crazy life. <laughs> who's the dad of the baby? Uh, uh, Duke Nukem. <laughs> is that a thing? That is a thing. I know it is. I'm not going to pretend like I don't know that that's a thing. Duke Nukem. You either have a really phenomenal therapist or you really need therapy. Right. I'm not sure which yeah. is happening here. Um, and when I say therapy, I just am playing video games. <laughs> right. That's my therapy. <laughs> so I love astrology. Great. Um, actually, my, <laughs> my therapist does not. She's pretty open with that about that with me where I'm like, do you like astrology? And she's like, no. And I'm like, cool. And she's like, I don't understand why people think that it is a thing. And I'm just like, I hear you. And I, I'm really here today because I, I want to be able to talk to people about astrology and, and explain it more and um, have other people take things from that um, to talk to other people about it. So, And who better to do it with than somebody who doesn't care about it at all? Yeah, that's the thing. We're going to test things out on you. And um, so is it like a, are we, is the goal to, to get me, you're like, we're going to like convince me. I think it's less about convincing and more about just like getting you interested in mm -hmm. it. Um, that's the thing too about the way I see astrology is there's nothing to really be convinced of because I don't believe it's like a mystical thing. Right. It's like, to me, it's it's just like a, a cultural tool you can use to get to know yourself and other people like right. an inkblot test. And so, so I, yeah, I don't personally believe that, that, the stars and the planets are are impacting any anything about who we are or our lives but that really by looking at the information our birth charts can give us it allows us to consider aspects of ourselves you know you might see something in your chart that's like oh this planet in this sign in this house means that i'm a fucking asshole am i like then you have to sit there and think about it. like am i a fucking asshole and if you are then you work on it and right. if you're not then you're like this means something else for me and then you can Look at all the other things that planet might mean. So it's just like, to me, looking at a chart is like looking at a massive list, a tome, if you will, of personality I think it's traits. Right. It's it's, it's me Reader. Me. I've been saying to me. Sorry. It's like looking at a massive <laughs> to me. You look at a big old to me. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> you, you flip through it. A tiggle to me, if you will. And, and, uh, old, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, go, please. No, no, I don't want to go. Um, I and, want you to go. <laughs> you look at these things and it's like a big list of anything that could be said about a human being. And you're looking, you're, by looking at a chart, it's, it's pulling a bunch of different things out of that book and saying, look at these things and do you, do you relate to them or could you relate to them? Right. And I mean that literally. Like to me, it's like looking at a book of information that you just consider. Okay, so I'm going to talk a little bit more about um, my relationship to astrology, I guess, and, and and why I wanted to do this. Yeah. Um. So astrology has had a cultural resurgence. Astrology is, I think, something like I really should have Googled this before now, but I think it's something like two thousand years old, if not more. Mm -hmm. Um, like Jesus almost. It definitely predates Jesus. Whoa. So I guess it's way more than 2,000 years old. I'm really off there. <laughs> Older than Jesus. And right now it's having a really big resurgence in that with kind of like... Mimi's. 
Yep, Mimi's. Toomies of Mimi's. Toomies and Toomies of Mimi's. And, uh, you know, you go anywhere. You go to a bar. You go to a Tinder date. You hang out with your friends or, like, your cousins. Just, like, it just comes up everywhere mm. all the time. And um, the Age of Information has Can definitely. Can we just review those places real quick? <laughs> you go to a bar. You go to your Tinder date. You go to your friends. You go to your cousin. I'm learning. I'm here to learn. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> right. I'm here to teach you about your cousins. Great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Vince. He's one of my cousins. Heather. Richard. Uh, God, I can't leave any out, but I can't think of any other <laughs> They're ones. all listening. Those are like the three main ones, I think. I got more. I know I have. Gina. Woo. How could I forget Gina? Is that really of a cousin Gina? Yes. Something about that feels very Bob's Burgers. Gina. It's like Tina. Oh, maybe that's why. I imagine Gina looks just like Tina. No. I don't she think She hotters. So. Your cousin hot. <laughs> she has a boyfriend. And so it seems disrespectful to him for me to make an evaluation. <laughs> So I will. You're just pass. You're waiting for the right time to let me know. Yeah. When they break up, I will let you know. <laughs> so astrology has never been bigger, I don't think. Uh, because even though it, it used to be more widely accepted as a possibility, what what the benefit is now is it's just it's everywhere. People mm-hmm. know about it way easier than than they would then. It's just like it's exploding right now. It just feels even with that, even with the internet and so many people you can talk to about it, it feels like there's just not enough places to get information. It feels bad. Um, it feels like, so there's kind of these these two arenas of astrology right now. It's people that are really read up on it. They take it really seriously. Maybe they're professional astrologers. They go to conferences. They're, they're like the real A-list astrologers and they read so many books. It's expensive. It's time consuming. It's like their life's work. And then the next group of astrologers you have is like 19-year-old memers that are just like using a picture of Pete Davidson to give you the tiniest scrap of french fry on the beach that a swarm of seagulls are around. And it's just like apples and oranges. Neither of them offer me or probably a lot of people interested in astrology what they might want, which is real information without having to read until your eyes fall out. Right. There's also a lot of bad books out there. If you go to like Barnes and Noble and go to the astrology section, like 80% of that is going to be total garbage. It's just like, it's like the McDonald's of astrology. Right. Um, and, and we don't like McDonald's. No, I I like McDonald's. It's a bad example, point taken. Right. It's the Burger King of astrology. Well, they got the Whopper, which is... So you, you like Burger King. I don't know. I learned something about Chris at my birthday party two nights ago, which is that he and his wife, Cassie, nearly had Taco Bell cater their wedding. That's right. Nearly. <laughs> so basically nothing happened. And it wasn't but... it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't their decision to not have Taco Bell. Oh cater. yeah, no, Taco we would have done in a friggin' heartbeat. Taco Bell ghosted their wedding. Yeah. But hey, it's a wonderful corporation and I have a lot of great friends out there. Um Feed the beat, baby. <laughs> Feed it. Um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, from whence did it come, astrology? Where well, come from? like anything that's old as shit, there's kind of like a lot of different opinions about that. Yeah. Um, it seems like the most common is, you know, 
some like ancient Egyptian stuff. Okay. Uh, I feel like most things get traced back there. Um, but it's all like a little bit different. Some say it's different European groups. Some say it's different Middle Eastern groups. Some say Egypt. It's just kind of, it's all close enough in proximity that it's just kind of like that area of the world, like s- Southern Europe, Middle East, Egypt. So right. um, it kind of, it spread slowly. It's gone in a lot of different waves. I was listening to the astrology podcast recently in an episode about this where uh a podcast that will soon be dwarfed by our f- fans <laughs> and followers is that okay to say it's fine yeah we're here to make new friends new astrology friends and i think they're gonna like that we said that and i will be their greatest foe and i'm very competitive when it comes to my astrology podcast i yeah, just so decided now. speak softly and carry a big to me to me and i was thinking tomb raider there's got to be some astrology stuff going on in that video game. At least hieroglyphs. And is that an astrology thing? It could be. Well, astrology was when when a lot of big na- like natural science discoveries were being made. Astrology was like up there with those things with like calculus and astronomy. Astrology was like on that playing field. And then eventually it got pushed out. And, you know, I think it's pretty obvious why, um, because it's hard to find any scientific basis for why this would be real. Um, It also has been tied pretty closely to religion, like most things as well. And I think that that gives it kind of a tone. And so, again, where, where I kind of like to place that is more in a psychology spectrum than in a religion or a scientific spectrum. It's not spiritual to me and it's not scientific. It's just psychological so would you do you think that uh it kind of gets it's hard to place it because it is perhaps uh not religious enough for religious people and not scientific enough for scientific people so it kind of like floats in between those two in a way yeah i think i mean it's true that it feels that way but ultimately i think it just truly is psychology Right. Um, yeah, it, it truly is just like another Myers-Briggs or, or even like a tarot, although a lot of people would probably be mad to hear me say I think tarot is psychology, but just anything that you're, but I mean, they're in, they're in kind of the same world right now. I think like, I think what probably has contributed to the rise of astrology is this in tandem rise of just general spirituality that like non-organized religion versions of spirituality with like witchcraft and tarot and astrology they all kind of are like bundled into this thing um that has had a huge resurgence probably alongside a 90s resurgence it's all of these things and i would like to seize this moment of astrology being so popular to pull it back a little from all of those things and acknowledge that it's old as fuck and and has a lot of a a lot less mysticism to it and and a lot more information okay so yeah, a lot of things right now are just meme accounts, Twitter threads, or um, websites that look like your weird cat aunt made them in 1995. They're, they like haven't been updated, and they might have good information, but they're impossible to navigate. It feels like they're not reliable sources because it looks like that. It looks like garbage. Right. And, um, so uh, gotta get on Squarespace if you want to have a nice uh, astrology website. And is it okay to say names of websites that sometimes? Uh, do podcast ads, and is that a way to get podcast advertisers? If by we just, just say it enough, doing them, and then they will give you money. Yeah, is that how it works? Producer, we're looking to our producer. Jenny Can you give me right thumbs now. up. 
Jenny, if we say Squarespace enough, do she we get money? She did big thumbs up. So <laughs> we do Squarespace now. No, she doesn't like it. <laughs> Use code ASTROBLAST for 90% off your first purchase. <laughs> Tweet ASTROBLAST at us and we'll give you 90% off this free episode. That's right. That you've already listened to. Mm-hmm. So also what I really want this podcast to offer is um, I'd like to open a discussion for people to talk to each other about it without sounding A, like dumbasses, or B, like we're just judging people for their side. Like, you know, you everyone is familiar with the phrase, that makes sense. Like you hear people say that, like they're like, what's your sign? And if you don't know anything about it, like maybe you, you're like, I'm Definitely a Taurus. I am a Taurus. How did you know? I wow. told you. It's not because I printed out your natal chart. You printed chart. off my natal chart. Also, it makes sense. Hey, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, to say that makes sense, to, especially to people that don't know what you're talking about and why that makes sense in your mind, it just is annoying and it makes you look stupid. It makes people feel uncomfortable. Um, it's not a good way to get new people into astrology. So, yeah, we're going to just talk about all kinds of modern astrology, and I'm going to test out some thoughts I have on it and some ways to talk about it on my hot lab rat, Chris Farron. Thank you. Hey, so Taurus is, this is what I've heard. Hot, smart, cool, funny, sexy, great to be around, great friend, great listener, rich, have a lot of money, make a lot of money, people give them a lot of money, and drive a cool car. And is that true? And if it's not, I quit. <laughs> uh, well, th here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe not astrologically, but I can say for you, yes. Thank you. And I'm going to say that there's a, a lot more things in your chart that could be responsible for those things. Really? Beyond being a Taurus? Y yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so many more things beyond being a Taurus in your natal chart. So when I hear people say things like, Sagittarius rising, Capricorn moon, mm -hmm. you know, Cheesecake Factory s stabbing victim or whatever. <laughs> I, you know, all these words, I don't know what any of those mean. Every time somebody says that, I go, huh? Exactly, yeah. So I'm excited to learn. Yeah, so I'm going to teach you what all that means. Today? Uh, no, Or just no. over it's the course of the next time. eight years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, first, we're going to achieve a lot of success with our podcast. We're going to skyrocket. Great. We're going to have a lot of money. It's going to go great. Squarespace. There's, we're going to be, yes, Squarespace. We're going to be on tabloids and stuff. And then we're going to go through a devastating fight. You and me? Yes. All right. I, I'm gonna on say the mics? On like the third to fourth year. Okay. Uh, on the mics, off the mics. It's going to be palpable. It's going to be awkward for Whoa. anyone who listens. But then. But we make so much money doing it that we kind of are like beholden to each other. Exactly. And our chemistry on mic. But uh, behind the scenes, we. The bitter, second that mic turns rivals, off. Like Betty Davis and the other person from that show, Feud, Ryan Murphy. I don't know. He's a um, famous TV man. I know that that guy, I think, but I don't know what. Nip, tuck, glee, pose, American horror story, coven. So are we trying to get money for advertising these shows too? Yes. Okay, cool. Those the are new big ones. season American history story horror, and it's uh, there's a bat, you know, or whatever. 
And then Lady Gaga's eyes are bleeding. And it's very scary. Yeah. Um, this is American Horror Story Astrology. Thank that's you. for sure. That, that's, that's what we should have called the podcast. That's a good name for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, great. That being said, uh-huh. let's get into the basics. Okay. Let's, let's get into the, the first things that anyone should ever hear about astrology that will help you understand a little bit more about what people are coming at you with all the time. Let's get her done. Here's the deal. Everyone is born at a specific moment in time. And that, that's definitely true. It is. Well, I mean, if you ask Vonnegut, he's going to argue with you about it from the grave. He's dead. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he would probably argue that he's not dead. That <gasps> he's he's alive and dead at the same time forever. Zombie man. But Walking um, dead. I'm too personally exhausted and overworked to consider that. Did uh, we even say that we're young? Oh, my God. Start the well, podcast over. We're actually very young. Yeah. We're both millennials, which I know is not the youngest thing you can be now. There's a new one. What is no, it? No, we sound Pepsi? foolish saying it. What is it? Pepsi. What's the new one? Z? Uh, I think so. Ugh. I get them all confused. Was there a Y? Oh, Pepsi's generation next. Okay. Anyway, we're very young. All right. Carry on. <laughs> Where were we? The basics. So we're all born at a, at a specific moment in time. Uh, and you can find that ideally on your birth certificate. Sometimes it's not on a birth certificate. At that point, you can kind of just go off of what your mom says. Um, that's, you know, sometimes, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Never go off of what your mom says Damn. because even if your mom has the best memory on earth and she tells you she swears up and down she remembers what she was doing that day. Having a baby, probably. <laughs> that would be the main thing if I were a mom that yeah. I was doing that day, having a baby. <laughs> so it's important to look even, you know, people get lazy about it. They want to ask their mom. They believe their mom. Don't do it. Get your birth certificate. And don't you listen to your that. mom. No, no, no. No, we don't listen to moms in this room. No. no. Moms? GTFO. <laughs> and that's another shirt we're going to make. <laughs> moms, GTFO, Astro Blast. Mm -hmm. So you get your birth certificate. It's got your exact time, date, and location of birth. Location is important, too. Mm -hmm. And you're going to type all this information into their plenty of free websites and apps there's it's you know it's the easiest thing to get an accurate free astrological chart on the internet right now um so i know some people who have spent 30 dollars on astrology apps you can't judge me until i oh, explain that to you okay all right it was both of us <laughs> okay great you get your chart and this is this is what it looks like boobs it, <laughs> yes chris is looking at an image of my birth chart and his birth chart next to each other they are both circular <laughs> <laughs> and when I've held it up You're to show him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Yes, this is my paper bra. Thank you. Um, you type it in, your chart is a circle, and on that circle is a horizontal line that goes perfectly, it's just straight across your chart there, mm -hmm. it's perfectly level. And we've got a bunch of other lines here kind of going around it that are, it's kind of like if you cut a pizza really sloppily, the slices are not proportioned right. and each chart is going to have different size slices right and here's why this chart is a map of the sky when you were born and this horizontal line is the horizon and um the the actual physical horizon of earth 
where in the center of this chart is you as a baby. The horizon is here, and all these little symbols in it are different planetary bodies. And we call them planetary bodies because we include the sun in that, which is technically a star, but we just call them all planetary bodies. It's, they're all planets. So forgive me for referring to the sun as a planet, but that's just what we do. So everything above this horizontal line was over the horizon and could, you know, through a telescope be seen from where which you were Which way am born. I supposed to be looking? North? Uh, so because this is the horizon uh, uh -huh. this, and the sun rises in the east uh -huh. and sets in the west, uh, right here, this is um, what we call the first house in the chart, and then it goes counterclockwise. So this this line to the far left of the chart uh -huh. is the is the is the east. Okay, this got is the it. horizon beginning in the east. Everything below the line are planets that were on the other side of Earth when you were born, so you couldn't see them. Great. So that's that's kind of the the physical what's happening in this chart. And so it's broken up these these pizza slices I was referring to. Those are 12 pieces of the sky around Earth in which each of these houses or near them resides the the 12 astrological constellations. Um the 12 constellations that are assigned astrological names and so Those are like the Taurus and the Yes. and the others of course that I know. So when you when I you, can I can name them you know what? Let's save that for next episode when we go over the 12 signs. All right, I would great. love to, Oh, yes. and I will do it. I know them all. The reason that you're a Taurus is because the sun was in the portion of the sky at the time you were born in relation to where you were. The sun was, it, it was within the area of the sky where the constellation of Taurus is. So that's what makes you a Taurus. Okay. So the sun is arguably the most important piece of an astrological chart. It's the ego, it's the self, it's the main piece of identity. It's it's the parts of you that you couldn't escape from if you tried. Mm -hmm. um, whether or not you're conscious of you know astrology and, and trying to think about who you are, these are just the fundamental parts of yourself that there are just things about you that are your essence. So after astrology kind of went on this weird gap where it wasn't as popular, um, the way that it stayed present in culture and society is through the newspaper horoscope oh and yes that is less than the burger king of astrology that is the like, long john silvers <laughs> i was gonna say like um i was gonna say like uh hot pocket but honestly i think that hot pockets might be better than long john silvers yeah and I love Long John Silver's, but I agree. <laughs> so newspaper astrology is total trash and uh, probably is responsible for why a lot of people aren't willing to explore it. But also it's responsible for keeping astrology present in everyone's consciousness. Right. So, you know, it's it's got its ups and downs, its pluses and, and negatives, its pros and cons. There we go. However you want to call it. This is, this is just an imprint of the sky. It does not change. This is what we call a natal chart. And that's specifically when it represents your birth. It is so, there's so much information in this tiny circle about your birth. People say it's like looking, if you're, you know, if you imagine looking down at your chart, it's like a black hole that goes on forever. It's, mm -hmm. it's almost impossible to reach the bottom. Most astrologers will tell you that you can glean new information from your chart, your own personal chart for 10 years and find new things that whole time. I've been uh, studying astrology for probably about four years now, and it's, I feel like I've barely scratched the surface of what I can learn from right. my chart. It's, and and this isn't just laying around, doting on it, thinking about what it could mean. It's like actually applying certain almost formulas, if you will, because when you look at a chart here, it's comprised of a few things. 
planetary bodies, houses, which are the, the 12 slices of pizza, and what we call aspects. And that is where it gets kind of geometric, the degrees apart that each of the planets are. So, for example, this little symbol here, the one that looks like a boob, nice. is the sun. Mm -hmm. And the little obvious crescent moon here is the moon. And so when you look at this here, they look like they're about 100 degrees apart. Yeah. Give or take. Um, just, just glancing at it. And... Uh, and so that right there is a component of the chart. That means something. To have your moon and your sun be exactly 100 degrees apart will represent a piece of information. So anything in space, essentially? No. Um, it definitely has to be within orbit of the Earth or within the solar system that Earth right. is in. Here's the thing that is super crucial to learning about your own chart and about astrology and that you're going to read everywhere on the internet right now. You've seen this on Twitter, you've seen this on Instagram, and it is something that we call the big three. And the big three consists of the sun, mm -hmm. the moon, mm -hmm. and your rising sign. Those three signs. Wow. And if I didn't make this clear before, each of the planetary bodies in your chart are assigned an astrological sign, one uh -huh. of the 12 signs, because they're in one of the constellations, whether they're within range of one of the constellations at your time of birth. So they're naturally going to be part of that constellation and have that name attached to it. Right. Taurus, Cancer, Gemini, so on and so forth. First, before I explain to you the big three, I'm going to tell everyone what our big three are. It just feels like something that probably should have been said long ago. Um, I am a Gemini sun, Sagittarius rising, and a Pisces moon. And Chris, this is probably going to be new information I'm to excited. You. So Chris is here. I go. Here it is. This is wow. I'm watching someone hear this for the I'm first time. I'm crossing I love my it. fingers for good ones. <laughs> You're a Taurus Sun. Yes. Capricorn Rising. Hell yeah. And Capricorn Moon. D double double C. The Rising sign is what is shown in as we talked about earlier. The first house, so the the far left of your chart, where the horizon line starts mm -hmm. in the center there. Whatever sign falls on that point of your chart is your rising sign. And here's why those three are the big three, why they're so important. So the sun, as I said before, is like the ego. Mm -hmm. Fundamental pieces of yourself that other people can perceive, that you can perceive, that are your general essence, your spirit, if you will. The moon is your emotions the childlike aspects of yourself, mm -hmm. the child inside, mm -hmm. your deepest emotions, your your instinctual emotional reactions to things that you don't even think about before you do them. Like my caveman brain. Kind of, yeah. It's, a, it's more sensitive than that. It kind of speaks to, I mean, the moon also represents how we wish to be loved. So it's kind of mm. this integration of of what you want from other people, what you give to other people in exchange for love and um, and your emotional responses to the world around you. Right. And the rising sign is how everybody else sees you uh, when they first meet you. The, the rising sign is, you know, when you get to know someone, you're probably going to see more of their moon. You're going to see some mixture of their sun and their moon. And um, But the rising sign of your big three is you're at a party. And mm -hmm. you're interacting with everyone at the party. And this is if everyone got together at the party and talked about how they think you acted together, it would it would be tied Which to Which I'm assuming everybody does anytime I leave a party. Yes. Everybody gets together and they go, How did he act? Yes, parties aren't parties for you, they're ceremonies. Yes. 
when you put those three together, when you've got ego, emotion, and exterior facade, we'll say your mask, you kind of have a person. You got you got a pretty good idea, a look at a human being. Right. Those are the the big three. They're the 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 most active. We'll say some of the some of the most active pieces of your natal chart. Right. So when everyone asks for a big three, it's always those three. And now you know, Taurus, Capricorn, Capricorn. Nobody's ever asked me for my big three. I'm sure the fans have <laughs> rioted trying to. I Jenny assess. has something she needs to say. Yeah. What is it, Jenny? Okay, so I will say what Jenny said. So I said, nobody has ever asked me for my big three. And Jenny stood up on her chair, waving her arms because she had something that she needed to say. And what it was was uh, people are not uh, asking you for your big three because they are so busy asking you for your big D. Which I'm D stands for, in Jenny's world... It's dick, I'm assuming. Am I correct? In everyone's world. In everyone's world. All right. So to recap the episode so far, we've got H and we've got D. Okay, and these are these are our special letters. We've got GTFO. And we have GTFO. And that's astrology, actually. That's, that's all of it. That's We did this in one episode. I hope yeah. you guys liked it. Yeah. So we've got the idea of the natal chart. We've got the big three. And we know that there are 12 signs. Most people know that. Mm -hmm. And I think next time we're going to get into a little bit about each of the 12 signs. And I know them all. And I can name all of them. All and, I, and I'll name them. all of them next week. That's the premise of this podcast is that you you know nothing about astrology except all 12 signs and everything about them. That's right. Cool. Well, I think that that's all we're going to get into this episode for the astrology-specific component. Do you have any any thoughts that that you're left with now after me giving you a little bit of a spiel? No. Um, huh. That was a hard cut. Do I have anything to say about astrology? I still am not interested in it so far. Hey, okay. and how, if you were, we would have to end the and podcast. And we would have to end the podcast. So it is still not interesting at all to me. For anyone listening who has been into astrology for a while, we're keeping it a little easy for now. We'll speed it up a little when Chris gets uh, accustomed to the terminology. I'm shy. And, and yes. So yes, for the for the basic yes, and I actually already know all this stuff. I'm too embarrassed to admit it. Now we're gonna enter the section where we're gonna answer some uh, some ad advice seeking listeners who've submitted questions. Again, we are completely unqualified, but we're just trying to have a good time. And again, if you want to submit your questions at any point in time, you can always do that at astroblasting at gmail.com or at our website, astroblasting.com. Uh, we'll scan through them. We'll decide if we're worthy or if we think your question is dumb. And then we'll pick That's ones right. that we like. You know what? Here's something I thought of during the podcast. And how cool is that? That okay. I've been thinking this whole time. Mm -hmm. um, for people to say their sign... When they write in their question. What a fantastic idea. Aha. So you admit it. Yes. The student becomes the teacher. <laughs> Thank you. Hell yeah. Great. Well, we don't have signs for these first questions. Hey, we're a new podcast. What can we say? 
Uh, because this is episode one and no one knew we were doing this, uh, we just threw up a quick little prompt on Instagram and, but, you know, we're this is what we were dealt for this episode. They all happen to be related to love. Uh, they won't always be like that, hopefully, but also that's what we're all up to. So we'll see. I love love. Yeah. What's not to love? How about love? Beautiful. That sounds like a beautiful John Mayer song. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First question. Are you ready, Chris? Oh, freaking born ready. Born ready, born hot. I got it all. This person writes, my significant other is flirting with someone else, and I only know about it because I secretly read their texts. I don't know what to do about it because I feel guilty for reading it, but I'm so mad. Well, what a interesting betray of trust. On whose part? Both, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To be inclined to read somebody's texts, that something must have been flawed about the relationship in the first place. What do you think you about think that? So? I think also everyone's just used to deep searching the web for information about their crushes and their exes and what they're up to now. Uh-huh. But to go on somebody else's phone, that seems... It's wrong. I'm just saying it's like a programming maybe where people are like... You think? Yeah, they're, they, people just want to know shit. And they're like, it's an iPhone. I know how to look up things on an iPhone. Let's look up your texts. Wow. How did they get through the face ID? Have you ever done that? Uh, do we know if these pe- this person is twins with the person they're talking about? Because the, how, how do they get through with the face ID? Or they have some sort of mask? That's, that's an American Horror Story. <laughs> you are creating a new season of American Hell Horror Story yeah. right now. American Horror Story um, Black Mirror. Wow. <laughs> Two flawless shows in one. So have you ever have you ever done this? Have you ever looked at a significant other's texts or had it done no. to you? Uh I don't know if I've had it done to me, but I've never looked at somebody else's texts. I mean, I definitely have looked at other people's phones when they're receiving texts and been like, Hey, you got a text. I did it once. You looked in a phone? Yes. Uh-huh. I've done it twice, actually. Oh, wow. To, to two different, two different people. <laughs> Unraveling. The first time was a complete accident, okay. and I saw something shitty. I was in a relationship with someone. We were living together, and we were taking a nap one day. Okay. And uh, her phone buzzed. Oh, if people on this podcast don't know me yet, I'm gay, so. What? Um, and I accept you. Thank you. After I said it, I was like, I probably didn't need to say that. It was obvious when I said she. So we can just cut that out. Leave it in. I did it once. You're gay. Yeah. (laughs) You called that. Astrology is teaching you so much. I finally figured it out. Uh, That makes, that puts a lot of things, I'm connecting a lot of dots now. Yeah. It makes sense why you've always seen that my partners were women. Right. Well, I was thinking all my partners are women. I'm not gay. (laughs) But I think I, I see the difference. I get it now. I don't think her phone buzzed. I think what happened was I was trying to figure out what time it was and my phone was dead or something. I and see. I did the classic, like, you tap a button. I see. And try to look at the time. And there was a text with someone that I'd always, like, kind of had a weird vibe about. Mm-hmm. Nothing in it. I wasn't, like, worried. I just was like, oh, I've noticed that maybe they kind of have, like, a flirtation or something. And And I happened to see a text from that person that was about my girlfriend breaking up with me. <gasps> 
Uh, not that we were like, it, it said something like, oh, I'm sorry you're going through that like difficult situation. Maybe you guys aren't meant for each other. And I was like, excuse me. Actually, her name was also Amy. So we've got a couple Amys here. Not therapist Amy. That would be a whole different kind of story. That would be a conflict story. of interest for sure. Definitely. It would be wild if my therapist had my ex-girlfriend's baby. That wow. Imagine. And how would that even work? I saw it. And I didn't say anything because I was like, it was wrong that I saw that. It was an accident. It's not my place to know it. Whatever they're talking about, if it needs to be brought to me, it'll be brought to me. And I sat there on my high horse about it privately for a full week until one day at Chipotle, I lost my shit um, because we were arguing about something. Anyway, we broke up. Um, at Chipotle? <laughs> uh, no, but uh, not long after. I see. Uh, all of that to say... I would just say something because I would either decide right now to either just go say something and talk about it with your partner mm-hmm. or um, decide to say nothing ever and put it out of your mind because... Wait, so they're cheating on them? Is that what, uh, what they said? Uh, it says my significant other is flirting with someone else. Flirting. So it's just flirting. I think Which is flirting- okay if you're... I mean, I guess it. it's really about like the the way your relationship is um, set up with the other person. Yeah, but I also think people just flirt sometimes, even if they don't mean to. It's just, I mean, I'm not saying that everyone does or that everyone should, but just like, I think that flirting can be forgivable even in a monogamous relationship. Um, But if it goes beyond that, then it's like, who gives a shit if you looked at the text? Because is that more of a betrayal than someone else cheating on you? Yeah. But it is kind of sketchy to look at someone's phone. So uh, just say something or don't, but uh, I would figure it out now. As the great five for fighting once said, say something, I'm giving up on you. Is that five for fighting? As the great three doors down once said, say something, I'm giving up on you. Featuring Christina Aguilera. (laughs) That's a good song. Question two. I have a crush on a guy at work and someone told me he's into me. Should I make a move? Well, why not? I don't see why you wouldn't. It's yeah. like, obviously, you should do that. His friggin' ass is too slow, not going to do it, apparently. He's already letting it out into the world that he's got a crush, you know? He obviously wants it to progress. When you think? Yes. If you are H for the D and he is H <gasps> for the D, then there's no need to GTFO. That's right. You can... Uh-huh. Get the fuck on that D. Uh huh. I won't tell you what D means. We still don't we know. We don't know. It's a big mystery. One of the great mysteries of the podcast. All right, we've got the third question here. How do you stop loving someone who broke your spirit? Essentially, you don't. You just, uh, I mean, there's no, like, I would think that there's there's not really a way to do it. It just is something that happens after a long time. Which is like the the worst, but just stay alive, <laughs> and you eventually you won't feel it. Yeah, yeah. One time I was trying to get over someone who broke my spirit, and my mom gave me the worst piece of advice I've ever heard in my life that I'm going to pass on to all of you. I'm going to put this worm in your brain. And that famously, will... on our podcast, we don't listen to moms. 
I wish I didn't listen to her on you this. You did take her, your mom's advice in this instance? It wasn't advice. It was her trying to make me feel better about this like devastating breakup when I was like, I can't get over her. I can't stop dreaming about her. It's like, you know, been, oh, it was like over a year or two or something. And I just like couldn't stop. And she was like, well, that's okay. Like that's part of breaking up and loving someone and moving on. She was like, I still dream about my first girlfriend from when I was 16. My mom's also gay. Um, we're all gay. Uh, she was like, I still dream about my first girlfriend from when I was 16. We're all gay. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom is over 60. Whoa. And I'm just like, you're still fucking dreaming about someone from when you were 16 years old? So you're telling me that 50 years from now, uh -huh. I'm going to be out here still upset, just like dreaming about someone. And she was like, well, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm going to go. I'm going to go cry about it. So um, you really can't. There's no use in trying. If you, The second you try to get over someone and feel better, the worse you're going to feel. Yeah. But and here's the here's where I'm going to intersect um, astrology with the advice segment here. Great. Get into astrology and look at reasons why maybe you feel like your spirit is broken because your spirit's not broken. You're fine. You're out there. That's true. Your spirit's not going to go anywhere. It's 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 there living inside of you. You just gotta uh, let it out into the world. And um, and you know that's not to say that you know whatever your breakup situation was makes it your fault or anything, but. You know, by looking at yourself, you might be able to figure out how to get through this. Yeah, it's so hard. And as the great Miley Cyrus once said recently, uh, actually the great Mark Ronson once said featuring Miley Cyrus, nothing breaks like a heart. It's a good song. I like Miley Cyrus. Come at me. She's cool. Yeah. I don't like when she runs around with dildos on stage, like thrusting them around. It's appropriation. Dildo appropriation? Gay appropriation. Dildo appropriation. What is it appropriation of? It's gay. Gay. Dildos gay. are gay? <laughs> Did you just find out you're gay? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, well, we have to go deal with these existential crises now. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out through our first episode of Astro Blast. To help us in this difficult time, you can go follow us on our social media, Instagram and Twitter at Astro Blasting. You can visit our website, astroblasting.com. That's right. You can write into us. Please do. We would love some question variety. Let us know what your sun sign is. Let us know what your big three is if you'd like to. And of course, we sign off every episode about with our famous catchphrase saying... And it's about astrology, and it ties everything in so well. And it is. is we it are. H for the D? We are H for the D to the stars and back to Earth. And we love you, and that is a good podcast. <laughs> uh, again, I am your host, student of astrology, Jess Abbott. When I'm not trying to start a podcast, in a time of way too many podcasts. I'm also a musician in the time of way too many musicians. You can find me at Tancred Jess. That's at T-A-N-C-R-E-D-J-E-S-S. At Instagram, Twitter, TancredMusic.com is my website. Uh, you can find my music, places where you listen to music. And uh, that's all I've got to say for me. Um, Chris, where can we find you? My name's Chris. I live in L.A., there's a Target nearby. You can come see me there. Chris Farron. I don't work there, 
I just go there a lot because it's like right near my house. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Um, H for the D. It's into the stars and back. And that was a good podcast.